0: They're counting us on. <laughs> Hi, Terry.
1: Hello,
2: Hello Terry. Hello, Hi, Terry. you better, Terry, at so all? Sorry.
3: Terry welcome to those listening
2: on BBS Radio. Happy Sunday to you. Today This April the 24th, 2022.
3: good this. Do
1: it. Hi, are you on the
3: console? I'm not. I can't get on for some reason. Hmm. Oh. Well, if you, if you
1: come location. in a little bit,
2: come in on a little bit earlier. Welcome, if you want to please say name or location.
1: Terry hmm. in Nevada.
2: Welcome, Terry. All right, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hello, Terry.
1: <laughs> <coughs> Harry number two.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> number two. And what did you want to say, CJ?
1: Um, come in a little bit earlier.
2: That's what I did. I've been working it for a long time.
1: Oh.
2: Talking to the
3: coffee Please say name a neighbor location. Hmm
2: the next caller if you want to feel free to say name and location
3: good morning everyone it's m&m in nebraska oh, good
2: morning mike good morning,
3: and
1: mary good morning hi mike and mary <laughs> yes yeah, very very strange pies why it's doing that right Have i think some crazy new
3: location this is Lewis the Louse from Logan.
2: <laughs> Welcome, Lewis. Uh-huh. Hi, Lewis. Hi, Lewis. Hi, Lewis.
1: Hi to the Louse and hi to Logan.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're both doing okay.
1: All three of you.
3: <laughs> My two faces plus the other, yes. <laughs>
1: anybody having any snow Uh, Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) like 80 degrees no you're saying 80 degrees here today well that's good
1: (laughs) yeah we've got really really cold wind but it's Mm -hmm. very nice and warm in in the sun
2: In Ontario, it's uh, summer in one part of the co- uh, province, and west it's like my, it's zero Celsius, and it's twenty-five or twenty-eight, it's 30, oh. 30 Celsius in the, in the other end of Ontario.
1: Wow! Yeah. Ooh! Wow! What a contrast! Real extreme.
2: Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going to go to Niagara Falls. i take it off in about 15, 20 minutes. I could stay on the call over we're <laughs> It's an hour drive from here. But it's it's cold in Toronto because the wind's coming off Lake Ontario, which is only four Celsius right now. So it's uh, wow. very
1: cold. Yeah, well, well Canada sun. usually is very very cold. Well, and I it's... I thought I, I I thought I saw a a polar vortex um, yeah. coming heading down very far south. I think this was a week yeah. or so ago, and it came yeah. down as far as. Uh, Texas, yes, I believe.
3: Well, so did the you west, guys the coast get or that warm. very cold weather? Hi, Terry here. Oh, I'm here. Yes, can you hear me? Okay.
0: Yeah, no. you sound good. Well, it
1: sounds like you're in a cup. <laughs> I'm hiding.
0: No, you. we can't hear you. Well,
2: you sound a little bit far away, Gwen.
0: you
2: No. Know? And I, I, cannot get on the console, Wynn. Okay, is that is we that better
3: right some... now? No, not really. And
1: why is it? We I have had some. I say, is
3: that is that okay? Everyone says yes, and then they get
1: No, you you sound like you're talking at a distance talking at a microphone at a distance.
3: See, so I don't see your prayer request in there yet. Hmm.
1: Oh my god, I haven't done it.
2: it, like it Just a reminder, yeah, always huh? sounds the best. Teach always sounds good. Clear.
3: Okay. I'm gonna go back to my Bluetooth. My Bluetooth has been cutting out. I went through a hard headset. it hmm. hit
1: just put the microphone closer to your mouth, Wyn.
3: When... Oh, gosh. Hello? Oh. That's oh. better.
1: Much
0: better.
3: Nobody's here but us chickens.
1: Yes. That's okay. well, <laughs> some
0: better Win.
3: Okay. Well, if I, if I cut out, I'm going to have to go to the other one. At least it's acceptable, correct?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, no. well, if you shout... Yes, if you talk very, very loudly.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, it sounds good now.
2: Okay,
4: it sounds okay
0: now.
2: I was just going to say, when it's sent from Mississauga, the teller if if the book talk link on the main page goes, most of the money goes to you to tell people to make there. Is that okay? Yeah, that goes goes directly.
3: That goes goes direct. I I heard the conversation earlier. It goes directly
2: to okay. Yeah,
3: Thanks and were that. you saying that Go GoFundMe takes fifteen percent?
2: Yeah, I don't want right. to. Fi- I don't want to donate that way myself. I didn't realize it till after, and then I thought next time I'm, I'm going to donate with the other thing. If I donate, probably do another yeah. donation. Get a couple of it. I'm going to try get some other people donate too because I've been telling.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Hopefully, I get three or four family members coming on to this call. There's, there's, I mentioned it to my niece, and she's really interested. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. uh, she thinks that God, Jesus, saved her from her addiction. So, like, she started wearing a cross, and it really, she felt a big difference after. Mm-hmm. But, I, um, is she going to try to get more people you on can your... Can... Sorry, was she go praying? Ahead. She I'm not sure. I, I, I just... I mean, she's a new addition to her family. We didn't know about her until five years ago. We met my brother, distant half-brother that my dad had fathered before he met my mother. He didn't know either. And the guy is a very, very, very nice, the whole family is just really, really nice people. We're just starting to know them. Very nice Mm -hmm. girl. I'm really proud of her. But I uh, I'm trying to get, trying to talk to people I think are open to try join your group or join this this call. because. And everybody should try to do the same thing because the more energy on the call, the more people and and I'm trying to get more people to try you know, donate to the, the organization to keep it going and you know
3: well, 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 don't ask people to donate until they're getting something out of it you know what i'm saying
2: no 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 i'm telling them to listen and if yeah. they want to donate go ahead yeah mm-hmm. my mother's been my mother's been busy with her help, but she's going to donate too she i she wants me to to help her donate so i she's listened to yeah. some of the calls I've been playing about but i i think i think everybody gets something out of it just listening mm-hmm. to your i've been listening to it on the podcast i think every, i get a lot of times I can't come on the call, but I listen to the MP3s after on my phone, and, mm-hmm. and um, I learn something every week. Everybody does listening to, and, and even people getting healings of the issues to help them and the advice. Other some of the mm-hmm. issues people are talking. Everybody gets. I I can I think I get probably more more information from you guys than people do in going to school all week or going to university. I mean, it's 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 good human experience. And then we have people
3: on this call. Like Mark said, don't let uh, school get in the way of
2: your education.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: no, 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 I'm not going to school. I'm just saying. I think. I just think. I, I like. I think. Like I said. Hopefully, maybe in a year down the road, when COVID goes down, we can all get together somewhere at the conference or meet our few. I, I we'll think do the we'll people do on here are all really positive people, the people like not, like minds, and I think it's a really good experience. That I think. Did when, you know
3: that Mark Twain,
2: Mark Twain was a friend of Tesla's? Really? <laughs> but,
3: what? What? No, I, really I heard I, that uh, I, Mark I, Twain I, has the first electric the bicycle. Mark Twain did. Yeah, the first electric bicycle. He was friends with Tesla. Oh <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> I'm just
2: joking. Come on, guys. You know, Twain, maybe maybe one day ask the hell about like was Tesla did he get all these information from above realms that they're translated down because how could someone come up with these concepts them and Einstein like like mm-hmm. where nobody else did it just like just to get the thoughts even. It's, like,
3: incredible. He he Tesla. Tesla was an Pardon? angelic being. Oh, okay. An and he came in from a high realm. Okay. And he was not too... He, he had a lot of access to information. But he wasn't so okay. good at nav, nav,
2: navigating
3: this realm. You know, he tended to trust everybody. Yeah. And uh,
2: that's a lesson. Lots of people. Even uh, I had to
3: learn that. So, listen...
2: Well, we're gonna go and see one of his yeah. power plants in an hour. One of his early Niagara Falls. Niagara. Oh. yeah. I'm I'm only an hour away, right? I'm gonna go. We're gonna leave in twenty minutes. Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mississauga is only an hour away from 100 kilometers. That's 60 miles from from, from uh, Mississauga down the wow. highway.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We're going there later. I'll send you pictures on your Yahoo later on, Lynn. I'll send you. Some yeah, pictures. please, please. And uh, we're. I mm-hmm. love Niagara Falls. I think it's uh, pretty cool. It'll, it's got its problems too with the people there because of all the, the blue collar jobs and stuff. There's lots on that area. It's a, sad. part yeah. of it, but you know, the energy's you know, really good. First,
3: on my first hitchhike from okay Los Angeles, no Berkeley from Berkeley. Okay, I I, 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 I when I was young I. I wanted to see what life was about. And yeah. I took my guitar and I took my astrology books and said, I'm going to hitchhike. It scared the hell out of me. If I said, I better be a god or I'm going to probably die. <laughs> okay. And um, I remember going to... Um, when did I go first? I went to Seattle first. And then I went to Vancouver. Oh yeah. And then I went across Canada. Yeah. And then I I went from um I think it was Toronto and I crossed Niagara Falls. Okay. Okay. And, and then I went to New York City. Oh and I had a very memorable experience in Toronto. Are you ne- you're near to your Toronto? Yes.
2: Somewhere? Well, we're right. We're, we're we're right next to it. We're like it's a five-minute mm-hmm. drive to Toronto.
3: <laughs> it's,
2: yeah, or eight kilometers or six. We're it, it's it's all one. Mississauga is joined, and there's just the river, and then it says you're in Toronto now. It's not really any space. Yeah, we're and five what, minutes away. Well,
3: When I was doing that, I thought that hippies were to save the world. Okay.
2: Um, Okay.
3: I got away with it because my hair was really long and I looked like I was a hippie emissary, okay? Okay. And um, when I got to Canada, at Toronto, somehow I was led to this place called Rossdale, which you probably never heard of. Rossdale? Rossdale. Rossdale. Never heard of it. Okay. Rossdale, okay. It was a it was like a hippie university, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they had a dormitory, and everything oh. was just very out. And I, I and I ended up at the dormitory, and they put me up on the rooftop of the dorm. Oh. And um. And I remember sleeping soundly, and I woke up. I heard some guy unzipping his pants and was about to take a leak on top of me. And I said, excuse me, someone's oh. here. But it was all okay. Everything was okay. That was an amazing,
2: that was like a three or four year trip. Off the University you know, of Toronto, it says here, near there.
3: Did you look up Rushdale?
2: Yeah, wow. there's some little references. I'm just sort of, it's not, I guess it was part of somewhere near one of the, the campuses near the University of Toronto. Uh, I'm just looking reading while I'm your topic. <laughs> See if I could, because I never heard of it.
3: I don't think it stayed in business because I think there are people were doing too many drugs.
2: And, okay.
3: It was an interesting experience. And we should start now, okay? Uh sorry. Well Go ahead. ahead. Yeah. hopefully we're, hopefully we're on BBS radio. And uh Hi, you wanna start the tape.
2: You know no, I, no, I you can't. can't get my I can't get on the console.
3: Okay. Are are you using okay, the right everything. access? Are you using the right access? Yeah, code?
2: It, it doesn't even let me use the access code code. It goes straight to a strange number.
1: The recording has started.
3: Okay, uh, this is April what twenty fourth, I think. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. two thousand twenty two. When in Sedona, Arizona, and everybody everywhere around the world who's listening, and we do. Believe it or not, we do 10 conference calls a week, and they all have different themes. And this particular call is our most popular. And I think I have to mute everybody, right? Hi. Hang on just a moment.
1: Participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves.
3: Hang on. I'm just muting all the time. Okay, and. The reason our work is so um, compelling to many people is because we have conversations with what identifies themselves as a group soul in the highest realms, the highest density, the highest dimensions of the universe, they call themselves... Council of Elohim, and Elohim is one of the words for God in the Old Testament, and the name the Mormons use for God. And when I asked them if they were the same Elohim, they said they were part of part of the same. And I asked them, why are you talking to me? And they said, you're like a cosmic midwife. You know how to bring these things into the world, and you don't have ego about it. Now, this was back in 2002. And it, all, it kind of started when m- my friend Terry was at my apartment woke me up in the middle of the night and said, get a tape recorder out. And uh, and I did. And the next thing that happened is this voice came through her. Actually, I thought it was, she was making it up, okay? But I now know it was an intelligence speaking through her that told me to ask them questions and they identified themselves is the Council of Elohim. <laughs> when I looked up where word Elohim, came up with God. None of the names for God, as I just said, in the Old Testament. Now, there's no way I was going to believe that's who I was talking to. And I, my first thought was, Terry went off the deep end, and she had gone nuts. But we kept doing it, and all I did was ask some questions, and I kept narrowing down who they were, and then we started having little miracles, and sometimes big miracles. Not a lot, but at least one in the first six months where my sister had a healing of something that couldn't happen because I asked them if they could help her. And, you know, I continued asking questions and asking questions. And and, uh, one time I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous? And they told me, in a past life, of course, and they told me, look up St. Catherine of Siena. And when I Googled St. Catherine of Siena, I found the story of this young woman in Siena, Italy, who would go to the local church and they would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. All these channelings were compiled when she died in a book called St. Catherine's Dialogues with God. And it's become a... uh, classic of Catholic literature. And Terry happened to be the spitting image of St. Catherine. So that was kind of like a bingo. And I said, you know what? I think they just might be who they say they are. But I didn't talk about it publicly at the time. I was still writing the reincarnation of Edgar Casey*, and I couldn't possibly be the author of that book and be talking to the Elohim. Plus, I didn't know how to talk about it. In fact, I still don't. The best way I found to talk about it is to introduce it, is to tell stories like I just told and tell people. Just be curious. Don't believe it. Don't give up your power. And we've been doing this for 20 years. And we have a library of thousands of conversations with them. And we've talked about the way the universe works. And it's kind of like a, the Library of Alexandria. It's up all online for free. Anyone can look at it. And um, Sometimes people have told us it's like it's as it's as it's as important as the work Edgar Casey did. You know, he had fifteen thousand readings. We're not up to that yet, but we're getting there. And uh on Sunday and the reason that Sunday call is so popular is because I pick a topic and ask some questions about it. And we just keep uncovering new information so listen carefully this is not for everyone it actually is but most people know, know it's for them and uh, <clears throat> they 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 is somebody that has a strong belief system or is although this does not contradict religion it's different than religion it's kind of like an overview of a higher level of understanding of the same things religion addresses. And one of the biggest differences here is you don't have to have faith. A lot of people get faith because they recognize the truth in it all. But you don't have to start out believing in it, believing in God, believing in anything. Just let it impact you. And uh, the person who was channeling and woke me up is on the line right now. And she is the person who I'm convinced was this Catholic saint in 1300 AD, Terry Brown. And um, before we start channeling, I thought Harry might want to say hello to everybody from her human side.
0: Hi, everybody. Um, I know uh, lately a lot of people have been uh, sending me good wishes, and it's really helping because you can probably hear it in my voice. I have sort of um, a frog in my throat, and... um, of persistent cough. So I'm working really hard on uh, getting through that. Um, But I want to thank everybody for your good wishes. Uh, um, It's good to hear you talking on the line, Uh, like going to Niagara Falls and checking out the test operation there. It's like I was a kid and. Uh, near there, when I grew up. And every year, uh, we'd go to Niagara Falls, to Crystal um, Magic, or there was a Crystal, something Crystal Beach. And uh, we rode the roller coaster every year um, when I was a kid. So, uh, and we had in the back, <laughs> the back of our yard, oh, 40 acres, we had a Tesla power line that we rented the space to bring electricity to our area of New York. So it's good to hear all that. That's when...
3: Gary that was from Rochester, New York, right? Or, uh, right. Spencerport, which was a little... Um, param-
0: I was born in Rochester... And uh I grew up on a farm in uh
3: Mhm. And as you hear Terry's voice, even though it's a little bit foggy today, you can hear or most people can hear this loving energy in her voice. And you know, I've known her for years. And when I heard that she was a saint, I used to think she was a space cadet when we first knew each other. And she was, (laughs) because she was from another realm. And I didn't even know how to um, identify that at the time. In any case...
0: Yeah, it's really interesting because... We'd get close and talking and uh, we really um, um, felt like we were in sync with each other. And uh, I think I was too far out for him because suddenly he'd say, well, you know, I'm going off in this other direction. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> And then two months later, he knocked on the door. Well, you know, and back.
3: (laughs) You know, uh, an interesting thing. Terry had always been interested in channeling. And she found this woman. We were living in Los Angeles in Culver City who was a channel that used to hold channelings in her living room once a week. And Terry would go to them, and um, sometimes I would drop her off, and she would try to talk me to come in and hear it, and I wasn't interested. I really wasn't interested in channeling, and the reason I wasn't interested was because I was afraid that uh, something might try to control me, you know, in a channel, that I would give up my power or be tempted to. And so I never went. Here she is. And now I'm doing these public channelings every Sunday. And uh, if you happen to be listening for the first time, we do a lot of calls, but this is a good one to listen to every week and decide where this information is coming from through Jerry. And uh, it makes a difference in your own life, because it does for a lot of people. We've gotten so many emails and testimonials from people who have had amazing, I'll say growth as a result. You know, all this information about how the universe works solves some of the greatest mysteries of life, like where did it all start from, how did this happen, who was Jesus, how did the idea of God get so distorted, and um, because when I ask our sources if they like to be worshipped, they said no. They said worship creates a separation. And, um, they can help us and, and they can do amazing things and they honor free will. So they don't just do things without being asked. And the idea of asking, I mean, when I said, can you help my sister? I was asking them, and then we had a miracle of healing. It wasn't exactly praying in the way religion would um, frame the idea of asking. It was like a friend helping another friend. And that's kind of how they are. And if you come to our calls often enough, you'll end up establishing your own friendship with them because they're paying attention to you. If you're on this call, They're paying attention. That's what they say, and I know it's true. We've had many circumstances that convince me that that's true. So we do a little invocation to the light, to put a protected energy on this line and to bring them in. And then we're going to start questioning them. Father, Mother, God... We ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person on this line and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy. Radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection. while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls, and we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us, and we create a protected space that only the positive has access to, anything not of that nature must please, now, and do we have our sources present?
0: Yes. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. We take a moment and we adjust our energies so that we are positioned within range of each and every person on the call directly, not through the telephone line, not through BBS radio. That's where the voice comes from. And if any of you wishes to really make direct connection on the healing list or however we are available to you. If we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense, disregard it as we are only here to assist uh, where we can where it makes sense to you. Sometimes people, we, we've we done a reading for them, and they've said it didn't make sense at all. And then five years later, they call back and say, I finally got it. Uh, so it might be something you just want to take under submission. But don't um, buy it hook, line, and sinker without reviewing it. Um, do you have questions?
3: Yes. And I'm going to start with um, an overview that moves through the beginning of the universe to present time rather quickly. And, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Ah, I should have muted that. We've had extensive conversations on how the Elohim created the universe that were totally fascinating and made lots of sense. And there was an original awareness. First there was a void, there was nothing. And there was an original awareness that materialized in that void, which is still a mystery that we haven't solved And that original awareness was able to divide its energy so that it had some companions and created multiples of itself, and that became the Elohim. And then the Elohim created the template for the beginning of the physical universe because there was none there. And when when I talk about the beginning of the universe, we're talking about not just space, but time. Time is being created as well as space. And Hi there. both you win
0: lost you, man. Hmm. Well, this is Terry. Until he gets back, I might say. Um,
3: As souls are being created. I would Are you
0: there, Brent?
3: The, the I hear him way in here. the background. He's, He's talking, so you probably want to knock your on TV. his wall.
0: Let me go and bang on his door. Hello. Hi. Can you hear us?
3: I hear you. Can you?
0: Okay. You you faded out.
3: Did you hear my question? No. Okay, when the beginning of the universe, the one infinite creator learned how to divide its energy so there would be multiples, multiple consciousnesses, independent, but knew they were connected, and those original um, divisions... Or we call, are identifying now as the Elohim.
0: Is that accurate? Uh, It is very gross. Um, By gross, we mean uh, a lot of details are left out. So at first, there was the void. Now, the void is not the same as nothing because if you have a basket and the basket used to have Easter eggs in it, but now the basket is empty, the basket now has nothing in it. However, there is a space that contains um, a place for the whatever you want to put in it in the future, so nothing is not the same as the void, so it started out with a void, and everything was uniform um there were no dissensions, there were no exceptions there was um Everything was smooth. There were no distortions, um, and the first thing that developed was free will. So there was this free will available everywhere that uh, Free will then learned how to focus love. And so that was the beginning. And the free will focused love, and where The free will intersected itself. It created light. So, first of all, you have free will, then you have um, focus of free will with love, and then you have intersections of the love And that focuses, creates light. And then once light is created, then manifestation can begin from light.
3: Now, free will and love and light... There was nothing physical about these concepts as they well, were happening.
0: manifestation had not occurred yet.
3: Right. Okay. Now, we we end up with manifestation occurring. Yes. And we've talked about that in the past.
0: Yeah, manifest- I mean, uh, as soon as you have light, then through love, manifestation can occur.
3: And the Elohim were part of that original
0: manifestation. There were primary beings at first, before the Elohim, and the Elohim derived out of the primary beings, were created by Mm -hmm. the primary beings.
3: Are those primary beings still there?
0: There are primary beings still there. Mother Earth is a primary being. She is huge, very, very huge. If you think of the volume of Earth, how big Earth is, she is bigger than all of that. And
3: so, Earth at one point was a being that didn't have any manifestation attached to it other than an awareness
0: we uh, you're you jumping um you're combining things out of order uh earth was developed by the uh, different light sources coming together and creating a manifestation of Earth. Mother Earth is a primary being who came in later to help govern Earth. Earth has been a very hard, um, difficult area to govern for the higher sources because there have been things like nuclear weapons, and it kind of wears out a big being to attempt to
3: moderate all that. hmm So, just to repeat this, the Earth developed as a physical entity, and then a primary being chose to occupy it, or kind of like a walk-in? To help it out,
0: yeah. Moderate it. Like a
3: walk-in? Like a walk-in, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And has there been just one primary being throughout the entire history of Earth, or did they No.
0: No, it changed. It changed. Mm -hmm. Earth wore out the last Mother Earth. It
3: changed. How many? Were there were just two primary beings, essentially.
0: No, there have
3: been more. More. Okay. And it's a tough job being a primary being on Earth, right? It is a tough
0: job to occupy the position of Mother
3: Earth. Yes. Now, if we go back. To the beginning, were the primary beings responsible for the individuation of the Elohim who you speak to, or was the one infinite creator?
0: The Elohim are the children of the primary beings.
3: Okay. So, in other words, the one infinite creator learned how to divide and become subsets,
0: which became. Well, it's really interesting. That is one way to say it, but another way to say it would be the one infinite creator learned how to manifest um, individual beings through. Mm the uh, creation out of free will, of intersection of love, which then creates light, and out of light, many can be
3: born. And of course, these beings had absolutely no physicalness attached to them. No. mm Okay. Now, as these beings were becoming individuated, did they have particular individualities from the get-go or did they start they developing... Developed them.
0: They developed them. They developed them. They had curiosity. Uh, Desire to connect with people. Um, desire to create their own creations. And each one was an individual.
3: Mm-hmm. But initially, they could have been looked at uh, as all the same. And through their individual experiences, They learned different things and became individualized, Each
0: one has its own distortion and it is unique.
3: Mm -hmm. Now, were they that way at the get-go or did that develop?
0: They were that way at the get-go.
3: what caused them to be individuals at the get go? Was there a different process that the infinite creator applied, or was it? I can't imagine. No, each one
0: developed out of its own particular distortion and lessons mm-hmm. that it needed to learn to progress.
3: Mm-hmm. And then each one. Did each one create the subset Elohim, or did they do it as a team? It was an
0: individual thing.
3: Like each individual primary being would create children, so to speak? Well,
0: would do what it wanted to do, or so available, the road open for their progress of evolution, and then they would do the next step, the next step, the next step. The universe will place in front of each and every individual the next step that it is necessary for that person to take. And it, people may say, no, I don't want that. That's... a." Well, I'm broke, my next step might be to figure out how to have a riffle in my head." I I reject that, you know. It's like, but the universe will present the next step that is necessary in a person's
3: evolution. And, of course, a human has the same thing. What's their next step, right? Exactly. And it's constantly growing as a result of their steps, and one of the steps might be, how do I have a roof over my head? And the next step might be, how do we contribute... Not it probably wouldn't be the next step, but somewhere they say, how do we contribute? How do I contribute to the plight of humanity?
0: Uh- Sounds, whatever point, makes... at, a, at whatever point, at at whatever point the person is at, the next step will be
3: presented to them. Mm-hmm. Now we understand that the Elohim has councils, and we know the names of a couple of them. One is the translation group, which yes. is. The Council of On An, and that's uh, who we're speaking with right now, right? Us, yes. Yes. It,
0: and we can it, add parties or subtract parties at will as need.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's the Council of Grace, which is... Yes. ...a very a high relief. group. A comfort, able a release. Yeah, and then there's another council that's responsible for the creation of housing units for energy. Is that another council?
0: That is the unit of the Elohim.
3: Yes. Now, how did these individual, individual councils develop from the beginning?
0: When there was a need, then the council was initiated. Mm
3: -hmm. And certain LLG would say, I'm going to volunteer to be part of that council, for example.
0: Well, it wasn't exactly like that. It's
3: of
0: the group getting together. Certain of them felt that it was what their next step was to work with us.
3: Mm-hmm. And the councils would sometimes change members, or new people would come into a council, or they'd say... Somebody in the council of alone would say, I want to be in the council of Grace for a while. Could it work like that? Um, uh,
0: sometimes the people are reassigned, and usually the uh, individuals involved, um, they're so much a part of the decision of where they uh, would like to go or would be best for them to go, um, that it, it is it is not like going home and saying, uh, well, I don't know if I want to be part of that or not. It's like people develop into their roles.
3: Now, when you say they were assigned, does that mean there was an administrative group in the Elohim that was fulfilling the role of assignments?
0: Yes, they would overlook um, and give their final decision. Like did would um, let us say did they helped her with a good decision. Then they would okay it usually, seamlessly. Mm-hmm. If they didn't feel that way. Then they would say um um we'll call a subgroup. And we'll um, evaluate this further. There may be other data mm-hmm. that we haven't
3: considered. <laughs> Were there other disagreements? In other words, I think he should go into this council. No, I don't think he should. There's stuff like that going on.
0: There have been disagreements, (coughs) Um, (coughs) for instance, with the guardians, that the people of um, the eight bodies on Earth should be modified so that they could receive the spirit bodies from Mars better. There have been disagreements like that. And um, it was uh, decided, no, the Guardians do not have this right to modify mm-hmm. the eight bodies of Earth to receive the Martian spirit bodies.
3: Now, where did the, where did the Guardians come from? in this
0: evolutionary process? They develop. uh, They uh, have a great desire for everything to be in balance, Uh, and so they have their own outlook.
3: Were they a subset of the Elohim? Yeah, lower, a lower group. But I mean, did the Elohim um, provide and create individuation that became the guardians?
0: Um, there may have been some influence way
3: back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they didn't come completely from the l o e no what was their origin what was their origination?
0: <laughs> We're reminded of uh, more insignificant questions that when Don Algenzius, we said to correct the, perpendicularly, uh, of the perpendicularity of the censure, which meant this question in terms of where everything is at, at this time is more irrelevant.
3: Is it irrelevant, did you say?
0: Irrelevant. Where did the Guardians come from? The Guardians developed um, out of their own history and uh, took their place in the rankings of uh, how this sector was run. and uh they have a different uh outlook based upon the fact that they don't um they can't be bought and sold because they care a whole lot of uh how the stuff is going to come out they want overall balance
3: mm-hmm. Well, for some reason, you're not quite answering my question.
0: Your um, question again is, where did the Guardians come from?
3: Well, I mean, do they have a lifespan? They're just energy bodies, I assume. Uh, um,
0: they, 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 they have an uh, an energy body. And they operate without a manifest physical body. And mm-hmm. they have the ability to tune in to other um, othernesses and mm-hmm. then to combine their opinion and uh, to work with other aspects of the governing of this sector.
3: Mm -hmm. Now, in previous conversations, the Elohim has said they are primarily in the 10th density, but they don't just be; They can extend down and maybe up as well. Is that accurate way of describing it? Yes. Now, the guardians—do they have a density that as a primary density for them?
0: they are operating in the third density, the fourth density, the fifth density, and to. Um, degree the
3: sixth density, and the the group is in the sixth density, primary. Okay. So
0: the Rod is in the sixth, looking to the
3: sun. Yes. And does the rod group interface with the guardian?
0: Uh, There is a ranking, and um, they have their official ways of interacting, Mm -hmm. and that's how they interface.
3: Now, if we go down the densities, at some point, we have the Confederation of Planets and uh, kind of a United Nations of planets, right? Yes. And I hate to use the word United Nations because, at this point, I believe the United Nations is a fairly negative organization on our planet, but it gives the idea. A group of different planetary, planetary people that have meetings and determine... Ways of regulating and administrating the universe so they have less fights, you know, less wars, and how to keep the universe. They, they resolve problems. Resolve problems, okay? Yes. And What's interesting, what density, if we were going to give a density to the um, Confederation of Planets, where would we find them?
0: This wisdom, learning to uh, integrate love into the wisdom of... uh, how everything connects
3: and is. Hopefully I hope we haven't lost you.
0: No, I'm <clears> here.
3: <throat> but if you're giving the densities the numbers... In other words, the Elohim, and I'm sure the Elohim is not limited to ten density. And in fact, you know, early on, the Elohim answered a question about how they can they can jump in and out of time, like we jump in and out of the swimming pool. Yes. and. and I know that each density has its own timeline, so you could also say, they were saying, you can jump in and out of densities, like you jump in and out of the clinical, yes? Yeah. Yes. And um, the raw group is centered in sixth density, but as I understand it, they also pan out into fifth and fourth density, and even third density. In other words, somebody in third density might be the uh, an aspect of the raw group in the third density.
0: They can. Uh, they, they can, like a wanderer, a raw wanderer can right. come back.
3: Exactly.
0: And yeah. can uh, be a higher uh, density being operated in the third density to bring clarity and understanding and growth to people that are in the third density.
3: So, if we were talking about the um, Confederation of Planets, Jimmy, what density are they centered in? Or densities, that's the better answer.
0: They are generally pit
3: density. Fifth density, because you said wisdom, yes. Yes. And, and all the planetary populations that are under their auspices vary between all kinds of densities, yes? Yes. Like Earth's third density.
0: Yeah. Well, third moving into
3: fourth. Third moving into fourth. Okay. But then you have the Andromedans, which are probably a higher density. Could we say that? At
0: this point, we don't wish to uh, go to alien races. Okay.
3: And. But when you have planetary populations of different densities, what's the, uh, the manner in which they can have meetings to discuss things? The group
0: within themselves, the Confederation of Planets have meetings. There are a number of people calling upon us, the Ra group. And we have meetings in we can take it to the Confederation of Planets and say, there are these areas that are having trouble and um, can you uh, take it under advisement? Is this something that we should help with? Is this a legitimate call for help or uh, tell us a little bit more?
3: about how it handled this calling. Mm -hmm. So the Roger is in sixth density, but they still report to the Confederation of Planets, which is in fifth density. Yeah. And what happens when somebody is out of line? Now, in in (laughs) In the confederation
0: of planets, there are people that are higher. There are higher and lower There's 4th, 5th, and 6th. So, um, it is not to see everybody is totally stuck in the fifth density if they're in the confederation of planets, and they all work together.
3: Mm-hmm. And how do I assume you know? I know they have guidelines about what's appropriate behavior and ethical behavior between different planetary populations. And how yes. do they enforce? How do they enforce their guidelines?
0: They have a quarantine. They have placed a quarantine who can interfere and how much with earth how they can enter their information their negative information they give a uh, lottery sort of to um, a random number generator that makes it um for the for the Orion trying to bring negative information in <laughs> to the planet. Um uh, it blocks the random number generator blocks some of that. <laughs> if they are able to challenge it and to uh, get the okay to come and bring quarantine and bring negative information in, uh, they're able to meet the challenge, then they can do it. This is to establish a balance of the free will of the Orions and the Earth in service to others.
3: So, if the Orions, for example decided to attack Earth, you know, like in a warlike way, what would the Confederation do? I'm assuming that would be a violation. It would be a
0: violation. (coughs)
3: They would generally
0: hit a brick wall and not get through.
3: And if there's a loving energy, here on the planet, and it's a pure, loving energy, It's a that's the protection for the Orion getting through, yes? Yes. However, oh, the
0: Orion's, tend, if they take any disability, any weakness, and tend to attempt to magnify it. So, if a person might have a cold... The Ryans might try to ramp it up
3: to long guidance. That's why we have to be sure Terry feels lots of love right now, right? Uh,
0: Terry is moving through this.
3: Thank you. And Thank we'll be okay. Okay. And now we've gone through a huge hierarchy I call it a hierarchy. And of course in the law of one there's not really a hierarchy. But you know, we're coming down from the oneness and the creator through the primary beings, to the Elohim, to the guardians, and to the confederation of planets. And uh One other group that I haven't mentioned and we don't usually talk about is the Council of Nine, which is, I recall, is a regulatory agency for our solar system, our local solar system. It's on Saturn. Is that accurate?
0: They do. Uh, they aren't. They, they do have some ability to work off and on planet, or often and even outside of the solar system. Um, they have regulatory groups that can be subgroups that can be set up and um, appointed until a certain uh, difficulty is handled.
3: Yeah. is the Council of Nine centered on Saturn, but they're not physical bodies? Is that correct?
0: That is
3: correct. And does the Council of Nine report to the Confederation of Planets, the Ra Group, the Elohim, um, as
0: under
3: the there They are like a. Uh, the other alien.
0: groups report to them.
3: The other rep- groups report to them.
0: Yeah.
3: Is that because they're higher in density to the other groups, or is that they have their domain as the solar system and uh, they have the authority the over that? The Council of Nine
0: system. has a larger domain.
3: Larger domain than the solar system. Right. I mean, there are people who have channeled the Council of Nine, and yes. as I as I understand it, there was a woman by the name of Phyllis Schlemmer that was channeling them, and Gene Roddenberry from Star Trek, who created Star Trek, used to attend her channelings and based uh, a lot of his Star Trek um, uh, cosmology on what he learned in her... Her sessions with a council
0: of nine. That is now, that's correct.
3: I, yeah. So like in Star Trek there was the prime directive of not messing with the evolutionary path of a planet, right? Right, right. And that was the same prime directive that uh, Enlil was honoring in when they were creating hybrids on planet Earth.
0: He was confused. He he felt that he should honor it, but he yeah. didn't uh-huh. honor it, and um, uh-huh. it led to a bit mass confusion.
3: Yeah. Now, was he violating the Confederation of Planets? And if he was, Why was there no action taken on the whole thing?
0: Uh, This is a very big question. Uh, He arrived with his spaceship fleet and since the... had a different agenda to um uh, take gold off the planet. And he had his own agenda. Why was he not stopped? Is that your question?
3: Yeah. In other words, if he was violating the um guidelines or laws of the Confederation planet, how did he come to do it?
0: He simply through his charm and wit and uh convincing people, um the wedged his way,
3: mhm now you said, did I hear you say you wanted to take over the planet
0: uh, And little did?
3: yeah
0: we did we we do not wish to pursue and little this is a very okay. good topic.
3: Right. All right. And right now, to all of us minions who are here on planet Earth, all of us on this call, many of whom would do whatever they could do to create positive outcomes
4: for our planet,
3: How can we impact these great cosmic plays that are going on, on Earth right now?
0: Watch what you ask for. Watch what you ask for, as quite often the individual in his home, in his city, does not have all of the data to resolve the problem. And they may say, um, oh, the prayer might be to let this happen, which, you know, if it was broadcast, might be like a declaration of war, so be careful mm-hmm. what you ask for. and to ask for a peaceful resolution, not that uh, the bad guy will um, be taken out or something like that, because data is simply seen the face of war without all the data.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, there is, there is a division in this country and maybe even in the world between the data that people learn from the news and the data that you could say was alternative data, and um, a lot of the data is skewed to um, create certain outcomes. Right. And if people are following skewed data... They will get a skewed result. They're going to put out the wrong energy and uh, right. create a skewed result. And a lot of new age people do not want to look at negative things. They think if they look at negative things, they are um, compromising their own souls. And but if you don't look at everything, you can follow skewed data. Right. And am I correct? Am I correct when I say that?
0: And that is correct. Like, uh, yeah. journalists often are paid to uh, show the story uh, uh, on how the readers want everybody to believe. And they leave mm-hmm. out massive amounts of. Um, Data that would um, show how everything developed like it was, how one mm-hmm. side became skewed and the other side became skewed. Neither one's got the correct data, and so they uh, don't get the right result.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's not just newspapers, it's opinion leaders. Yes. Are, are creating the wrong trail. For on, purpose. on purpose. On
0: purpose. To install the result that they want.
3: Mm-hmm. So it's rather important that people have the right data. Yes. Data
0: and, and your call is very important, what you prayed for.
3: Is heard
0: Mm is very important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Do we have the Confederation of Planets being aware of us personally?
0: Give us a moment. They are aware of you, but it is not personal. Like we are. You are personally connected to um, the Council of Uh, Mm Orange. You are not um, personally connected to the Confederation, although they hear you.
3: Are we personally connected to Mother
0: Earth? Yes, Mother Assistance.
3: And does, does every planet have a primary being attached to it?
0: Mm-hmm. Each has I'm its me- own history. We do not wish to generalize. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, is it possible? I don't know if you want to answer this, but no, you don't, it's okay. Is it possible for an Orion being to be the The being of a planet? No. No. Okay. And the beings who control a planet, I know I won't say control a planet, but who are the higher beings that come in and Play that role in the planet? Um, are they of the high enough density that they're always service to others? Or beyond polarity?
0: We do not wish to dilute the information by generalizing.
3: Well, our primary level of concern mm-hmm. is our planet and yes. what's, go- what's going on on our planet. Yes. And I think it's very important that we get more people aware of our material. Because it will help them. We
0: remind you that even one
3: person
0: that gets the material or gets some part of the material is very important to the whole.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? We, if it's okay. Um, what? Say what you were going to say and then I'll say it.
0: Um, We wish to move to the uh, healing
3: list. Okay. It's... uh, What time is it now? We have about 30 minutes left. Yes. And I was going to open up the lines for maybe five minutes and see if someone had a question regarding the material we just covered. Would you rather be you that? This is your
0: choice. Uh, however, we don't wish to run over at the end of the
3: class. Mm. Um, CJ, if you don't mind, how many people are on the list today? Uh, let's look. Six,
1: seven, eight, nine. Uh, 10, 11, 12. 12 people.
3: So that's a fairly big list, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to ask one question and say, how, uh, let me just announce to the group, particularly to people who may be listening for the first time, that every Sunday, we have a healing list and people put everything from the planet to their health you know in, in, on this list and you can put one item otherwise it gets too long and we also have a call on wednesday nights where you can submit questions and i have some leeway i usually will Ask questions of people that never asked the question before, first, before we do the people who are regular question askers. And um, so when we do this call, how do our sources, the beings we're talking to, the Elohim group, and we also have the Ra Group and thank you so much Ra Group for being here. We appreciate it very much. And and um, we appreciate all the things you do to try to help the positive outcomes on this planet. How do our sources and you know both Ra and Olivia could, could answer this? Appropriate. How do you respond to these requests? How do you evaluate what to do?
0: Is Terry present okay uh, I'm sorry I was answering as muted um, we moved as a group into the field of the person who has put the healing request in the, in the request then and we um then, from that viewpoint, move to the energy of the individual that is asked about, and we move outward to uh, see the connections involved. And we, uh, as a group, uh, put this under submission, what can be done or how to look at it more. And then, we uh, respond depending upon what part of the groups have a response that's applicable. Mm-hmm. You do all that,
3: but you we're know.
0: asking more questions than you, you, you said to open the lines and have someone ask a
3: question. So, I'm not going to do that, okay? Okay. So, um, if you have a question about what we've talked about, you can submit it on Wednesday. If you want to submit a Wednesday question, you send it an email to questions at intelligence-infinity.com.
0: And we would like <laughs> to say we really enjoy everyone's feedback, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. We very much appreciate your feedback.
3: Okay, you mean like on
0: a Wednesday call? Well, right now, even on a a Sunday call, whenever the feedback comes in, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. But
3: you don't want me to open the line to get feedback, do you?
0: This is up to you,
3: but we don't wish to go over. Well, we do have so many requests and uh, we have 29, 28 minutes, so maybe we should go to the healing requests. All right. Uh, or we, we might go over. Okay? So, when? if you want to get Win. on the healing request, let me just say this one thing, if you want to get on this list. The way you do it, write this down. It's a web form and it's in the dot infinitycom And I would suggest that if you are putting someone else in this list and your healing, that you know, you should put your name, too, um, as the person who's submitting it, because as I understand it, they find the person who you're requesting about through your energy connection with that person, and you don't want to make it any more difficult if you want a healing to occur, and uh, am I correct on that? Ask that to our sources,
0: uh, it helps when you do that,
3: yeah so
0: see, uh, just, however, it, we don't wish to extend the healing list further because it is
3: um no, if you well this is for next week okay All right. Um, if you put it if you put it on now, we'll get it next week. We do this every Sunday, and this is a rare opportunity that um Many people have had amazing results as a result of doing this. Not everyone. Um, They have a criteria. For example, somebody may be going through some kind of physical illness to learn a lesson, and if, if healing them would make them not learn the lesson then it's the highest good for them to learn the lesson. And Cedia, uh, what were you saying?
1: The question that I asked on Wednesday is a very, very, very important question. And you misunderstood the question. Um, you missed out a very important part of it, which, which was, in fact, did show um, free will of the people, but I won't ask it now. I'll, I'll resubmit it on on Wednesday because we have a very big healing okay. list. Okay. But it is a very very important question because it it oh, oh, oh. it's to do with permission of mm-hmm. um, from the higher selves of each and every soul. It's about withdrawing our um, consent, if we have given consent unknowingly to seat, or otherwise, if we have given consent for some of these control mechanisms that are in our world, we want to withdraw our consent, but we want to do it um, with permission from the higher selves of each and every soul so that we do not violate free will.
3: Okay. Ask it again on Wednesday. Okay. And yes, I thank I, thank our sources for bringing in all that information today. And I thank all of you who are listening because you're creating the energetic platform that allows this to occur. Um, you're part of it just because you're here. And Many times people think they're anonymous, and uh, I remember I, I said this many times. Before, once again, there was a guy in Taos, New Mexico, who was listening to us on BDS for about a year, and was saying, are these guys for real? Is this for real? And then he said in his mind, if you can hear me, would you answer this question? And the next thing that happened was they answered his question and he was blown away, because he proved to himself they really were paying attention, and... We have only 15 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's turning it over to CJ. Thank you.
1: I call it the love light of protection around each and every person on this healing list, a subject of this healing list, listening to this call, listening to a replay and or reading a transcript. Roger from Austin, Texas. Over the last year I have been familiar with a woman in Tallini sorry, Tallinn, T A double L I double N, Estonia. Her name begins with Anna, Lisa, but out of respect for her privacy, I choose not to give her last name. I strongly feel that we have a history of close relationships in previous lifetimes. Is this true? The feeling of familiarity with her was overwhelming for my first awareness of her. Love light to all. Thank you.
0: Terry? Thank you. When you experience this soul-to-soul closeness, it has its own validity and it is a beautiful connection and there was past connection and current connections of similarity that um, commonality of um, viewpoint places, you in close proximity, even despite the difference in distance. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Edna from Snohomish. Thank you, dear sources, for all the support and guidance. I am so grateful to have you in our lives. It makes absolutely a big difference. Thank you from my heart for all you do. I would like to concentrate today on requesting continuing synchronicities and guidance regarding my search for a new job. I'm currently doing interviews and paying attention to synchronicities, which will provide me with the best result for a new job place where I can make a difference. It is important to me that the new job environment should contribute to my continuing evolution. I am ready for the next steps in my career and holding many my wishes into the light that all the sequences of these events should be in the highest good for all people involved thank you and much love kitchener thank you
0: thank you as we take a look beyond where you have reached at this time for a new job we see there is some uh, Job offer a group of people that would be very blessed to have you working with them and vice versa, and uh, we make the connection strings uh, from the other side. Thank you.
1: Thank you near Seattle. Dear, dear friends, thank you for all your help in the past. Thank you for healing my injured ribs and my left rotator cuff. Please help me to change my food intake to reverse and cure my type 2 diabetes. Thanks again for all you do for me and my family. Thank you. Thank you. With us your
0: connections with your family. There are beautiful connections in your family. Uh, you mean so much to the family and to your larger family with the calls. Um, we continue to work to heal your body and to that the food and tick is the best healing food for what your body needs.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Tammy Andrews from California. I would like to put my mum into the love light for healing. Would like to know if William Henry will be able to remove large-growth lymphoma located at the base of my mum's skull if I take her to see him. Thank you, love and light to everyone on the call. Thank you. Would you read it one more time? I would like to put my mum into the love light for healing. Would like to know if William Henry will be able to remove large growth lymphoma. Oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah, I think that's lymphoma, L-I-P-O-M-A. Lymphoma, located at the base of my mum's skull. If I take her to see him, thank you. Love and light to everyone on the call. Thank you. For an area
0: to be ready to be removed it has to have reached a scenario of growth. We do see that he would be able to help some of, clear some of the pathways, for instance, in the liver, to help uh, clear the way for the, the to aid with the lymphoma. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Alan Ferguson, from Keyport, New Jersey. Thank you, dearest friends. I am and continue to be so grateful for what you have caused to manifest in my life. The hologram became so real and powerful. My request is for Terry Brown. Her loving intention is so transforming, but at this time, her body is experiencing what appears to be extreme stress. What can our group embrace and the intention to be an anchor for Terry and place her in the love light now with gratitude in the love light? Thank you. Thank you. Um... Could you read it one more time?
0: My phone was ringing; someone was calling, and uh, I did not get the full question. This is Terry.
1: Yes, yeah, thank Terry, you, Terry. Is my is my audio okay? I had to change. Uh, no, your
0: uh, your audio is good. It's just that someone was
1: calling. Okay. All right. Let's read it again. Alan Ferguson from Keyport, New Jersey. Thank you, dearest friends. I am and continue to be so grateful for what you have caused to manifest in my life. The hologram became so real and powerful. My request is for Terry Brown. Her loving intention is so transforming, but at this time, Body is experiencing what appears to be extreme stress. What can our group embrace? And the intention to be an anchor for Terry and place her in the love light now with gratitude in the love light. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um, this is Terry, and uh, in combination with the Elohim and the Ra group. And your prayers, your sending good wishes is coming across so clearly. It is very much helping her heal. Thank you.
1: Thank you. This is Bob from Ohio who's putting her cousin Marie Goliath. Into the love light. And Barb says,
0: What is my the lady's
1: name? name? The lady's name is Marie Goliath. G G-O-L. O oh, L. Is
0: it the, the one making the request?
1: The one making the request is Barb from Barb, Ohio. A, a
0: man? Barb?
1: A, Barb? a Barb as in Barbara. B A R B. Oh, Barbara.
0: Okay. Yes. Thank you. These little distinctions mean a lot. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Bob says, My cousin and good friend, Marie Goliath, died of a heart attack on Good Friday. She was 67 years old. Thank you for putting her into the love light and helping her in her new situation. Please help her to transition when she is ready. Thank you. Thank you. This was very sudden, and
0: this is very difficult for her and she's just kind of sitting it out for a bit uh trying uh, to get it under her uh in, in her mind you know how to transition and what is going on so with center stabilization.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Sija from England. Thank you to all of our beautiful friends in the higher realms for co-creating with us and helping us to manifest a beautiful new reality. I put into the love light any of my previous prayer requests that are important for the highest and greatest good. Thank you for protecting Mother Earth and for setting any negative agendas off course. Thank you. Thank you. We
0: sent equalization up and down the coast of um, California and the west coast of uh, the North America and South America sent hearing and equalization to make any changes more tolerable and evenly dispersed.
1: Thank you. Thank you. John, from Las Vegas, please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for mass worldwide adoption for privacy and for them to be used as a monetary system that is free from capital gains tax and free from surveillance. Please help decentralize cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easy for people to use and understand. Thank you. Thank you. We see that there are a
0: number of people working on how to make them easier to understand. We see the importance of having cryptos that are useful and that can be more stable. And um, we magnify the request. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Hi from Los Molinos. Dear sources, I've been feeling sick for about two weeks, sore throat. Headaches, hurting eyes, hurting lower back. Please support my healing. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: We ask, um, have you been uh, taking some of the supplements that have been recommended for the protocol for that? uh, For instance... Um, with the, um, uh, ivermectin, and, uh, have you been consistently taking things like vitamin D, but in the overall, we have sent you massive healing. Thank you.
1: Thank you. It's a very long request, uh, this next one. Eric First from Jamaica Estates, New York. Dear Intelligent Infinity, I come to you, dearest ones, with love and compassion. I have a request to check in on my friend who lives overseas. She is in a dire situation, I believe. And I do not know what else to do. Her name is Yeni, Yenny, spelt Y E N N Y. Second name, Jacinta, J-A-C-I-N-T-A. Last name, Taran, T E R R A N. Jenny Cinta Taran, sorry, the last name is Para. P-A-R-R-A, Jenny, Yenny, sorry, Yenny, Jacinta Taran Pera. And she lives in Colombia and works as an online en- entertainer. A few weeks ago, she wrote the word devil on her body as a sort of a joke, as part of an entertainment routine. After she did that, she, managed, she messaged me that her eyes started burning. She felt very sick and ill. I believe it was a very bad idea to do this and caused her to become possessed by an evil spirit. I am not sure what to do to help her, though I am saying out loud a prayer that I found online to remove an entity several times. I'm not sure whether or not it is working. I have heard cases of people losing their lives due to possession. She seems to avoid talking to me and her personality has changed. Please help us. I informed her that I would email Intelligent Infinity and ask for help on this and she gave full permission for it to be removed if there is something evil inside of her. Thank you very much for your help. I would like to be added to Jennifer's healing list during the week, if it is at all possible as well. I send my love to you and the one infinite creator. Thank you. Thank you. Now,
0: would you uh, reread the person that made this request?
1: It was made by Eric Firth from Jamaica Estates, New York. Thank you.
0: We take a look and she definitely connected herself up with uh, some negative, very negative sources that are always looking how to, um, or for people to be able to control and take over. Um, the connection is somehow uh, it's very hard to break once it has been made. And it is not just one entity, but it is a group of entities that can be very strong <coughs> and can move in to one space and make it very difficult to proceed. <laughs>